Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. And we argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide he steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? No, you don't. I do. Because it's my birthday season, and I don't want whatever bullshit you're about to say to ruin it. Folks, we're talking about what is truly one of, you mean, I immediately backpedal on it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you, well, hold you, on, like, let's, uh, you went to go dive into the pool, like, and then you, it's, you like put one toe in, like, well, maybe. Went to, went to dive right in, saw it did say four feet, and I'm like, I know I can make a four foot dive, but that is where injuries happen. Um, greatest movie franchise is hard to say, right? You know, what is the great, I mean, maybe that's something we can discuss later on. Do you, do you count the, do you count the Lord of the Rings? Well, if you say that, you got to include the Hobbit movies, and those are dog shit. Do you include Star Wars? <laughs> where every movie is dog shit and you can fucking come in those DMs. I don't care. They're fine. <laughs> They're fine. They're fine. But this franchise is at least stands on its own consistently. It's never dropped the ball one time. It's... Every movie is a standalone masterpiece. <laughs> the fact that these guys aren't like filming with Oscars hanging around their neck is mind blowing to me. Well, see, and that's the, well, and that's the problem, right? I mean, that society just can't, oh, doesn't know how to evaluate and award greatness like what this. What do you think happens if a Fast and the Furious movie wins a major award? Like, I, <laughs> like, is it possible? Like, how does that change the cultural zeitgeist of I, a whole country? Like, I really want the first two Lord of the Rings movies, like, are, are well received and well loved and maybe get like some Academy nominations for like music or editing or whatever. Yeah. And then the final one comes out, completes it. Everyone's like, yeah, you guys fucking nailed it. That was an incredible piece of art. And like, then it gets all of the, like every, like all the actors start getting noms, best movie, like all of that stuff. It finally does it. I really hope that Fast 10, which will be <laughs> the, what some are saying is the last, but I don't see a world where- I Vin thought Fast Diesel... 5 was the last. No, no, no. That was the beginning. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fast 5 is the beginning of the new of the new trilogy. Of the- They, they somehow- Vin Diesel has tried to imply that there are multiple trilogies within the universe. And it's like, <laughs> no, Vin, there's not. There's not multiple trilogies in That's this. funny though, but like there's multiple trilogies. Like one through three is the trilogy. Uh- Five, six, and one again is also a trilogy. Yeah, you have it's like, to bring it back. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, man? Vin, that's not how trilogies work. I don't... Uh, but we this are here... This is Vin Diesel's meal ticket, though. He can't let this series die. Well, that's Vin Diesel, to me, feels like a, like, like a rock star who just is going to keep touring, even though the rest of the band has left. Like, I do believe a lot of people will, after Fast 10, be like, yeah, it's time to go. Like, hey, this has been a lot of fun. But I think Tyrese and Vin Diesel are going to hold out on this one and be like, uh-uh, <laughs> no, we're in. No, this shit doesn't end until we are, like, doing these at, like, stage productions in local community theaters. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Fast like, 16. Yeah. It's just, he rides up on, like, he, he walks up holding, like, a cardboard car on his side onto a stage. Yes, exactly. Like, he's just like, won't give it up. It's just like, no, no, no. No, no, no. This is it, guys. So, folks, we are here to talk about the Fast and the Furious. You're probably like, you guys talk about the Fast and the Furious a lot. And that's not incorrect, but that's all me because I'm the only one who cares about it. But it's my birthday season. So I get to pick whatever I want and make Cody talk about it. And also make Cody do the research and make him finally watch these great pieces of cinema. 
and truly, hopefully, immerse him into the world. I really want you, my vision is that at the, when we come back to, when we come to the final four, that you are Vin Diesel. <laughs> I want you ball jacked. I up. want you jacked out of your mind. Sure. No, no more sleeves. I'm tired of all these sleeves you wear, Cody. I'm done with them. Get rid of them. We're Got doing it. this. All right. What if I love that? What if it fucking, we flip the script though and I become the Fast and the Furious boy? What if I am so into it that you look like a Fairweather fan, dude? What if I start, dri- I get a Dodge Charger. <laughs> I shave my that's head bald. That's what I hope for. I mean, they, like ever, like now as I bring it up, you just like, you're that, you're that like Star Wars fan who's like, no, you don't even know shit, dude. Have you even read, have you even read the actual like source material though? Have you done any research on, because as a reminder, folks, Fast and the Furious is based off of a book, a book from like (laughs) 1916 or something like 1920. Like it is, I don't, I I just think that at that point, someone had already written the title, the Fast and the Furious. And they were like, yeah, you have to give me movie, right? You have to give me rights. Like, we're not going to use like anything in this book besides maybe the name Toretto. We do like the name Toretto. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to need a million dollars every time you make a movie. See, this is where I don't, I don't like people who do like, who like just make trademarks and copyrights and sit on them until, you know, someone finally actually can use the product that they envision and then make them sell them money. But if I could time travel, that's all I would do. I would just come up with old movie title. I'd be like the beauty and the beast nailed that one. Got that that in one. Perfect. Nailed it. (laughs) And I would just take like very vague things like the fast and furious just a great overall title could mean anything could be a, i mean actually i guess technically they were kind of bank robbers anyway folks we're here to decide who is the best character in the entirety of the franchise and here we have in group one we have the number one seed uh the fast the first movie the fast one family is what i'm going to call it so everyone that lives in the house with Dom that isn't Dom, Brian, or his sister. The kind of the, the, hanger, the hangers on, if you will. We're talking about Vince. We're talking about Leon. We're talking about the other guy. The All other guy. Them, Very important part, dude. I would love to be cast as the other guy in one of these films. I get to stand next to these fucking hot-ass cars. Let's go. Yeah. Jesse, that's the other. That's the other guy. That's what we're really talking about those three dudes. The, the three kings of the Fast and Furious franchise, if you will, came to bring us the gold. I guess, well, wait, is, is Brian Jesus then or is Dom Jesus? Well, I, Brian did die for our sins in a way. That's, if you, Cody, I know you do not watch the movies, but it, the franchise would make you believe. <laughs> that he did Starting at movies him. eight, nine, and what will be 10 is that like, no, he died for all of us. <laughs> Like, did they bring him back CGI'd in? So he's never, so he's, I mean, we will, Brian is in this. We will get to him later, but yeah, he is not actually dead in the movie, in the series. The character of Brian O'Connor is not dead, but anyway, so we have, we have those guys going up against also from the fast, the first fast and furious movie, Hector known for running three Honda civics with uh 220 spoilers. And I can't, I can't remember the meme, but it's great. So Cody, I'll just, I'll as briefly as I can explain to you a little bit about these guys and then you can feel free to just hit me with all the questions that you have about this. Crew. <laughs> all right. Feel, yeah, okay. I got you. I got you. The fast one family, like I said, comprising of Vince, who is the overall best friend to Dom, 
before Brian. Okay, do they stick around is my question straight out the gate. The Fast One family, are they in Fast 7? So here's what's, so, well, well, I'm glad you gave, I'm glad, Cody, you started with that because that is that will open up all my conspiracy theories. So Vince is dead. So Vince, after the events that transpire in the first movie, and this is all in Fast 5, which you've seen, they go, they have to flee the country after Fast 4. So, but what you don't know is that Vince had to flee the country after Fast 1 because they were all doing crimes and now he is in Brazil. And when they get to Brazil, Vince is like, man, I, you fucked everything up, Brian. And it's like, well, you were a criminal. Like you were the one stealing <laughs> yeah. the DVDs. Like- That's such, you, That is the plot of the movie. They want DVDs. Mad, dude, not, no, they didn't want just DVDs. They wanted VCR DVD combos. <laughs> My guy, do you, okay, do you remember the DVD VCR comp? We were poor, so we knew that we would never have those. Like, that's yeah, how right? rich, that, that might as well have been a gold bar in my mind, because I was like, well, I'm never going to have one of those. Yeah, dude, that could, they're, that could be worth any amount of money, and I'd have to believe you. Like, yes. that's how fucking cool they were. That that's, I never even was allowed to look in that section of Best Buy when we were there. It's like, no, nope, no, nope, we're going straight to the music, get the $5 CD and get out. Yeah, they also, in the movie, they show it's the TV with, like, the VCR input. Also, wild, wild. Way to go, society. That feels like, I mean, I know we have streaming now, and I know you could argue that, like, your Roku stick or your Apple TV is the same. That it's like, no, it's basically like having a TV that has a way for me to input media into it. And maybe theoretically you're right, but it's not nearly as fucking cool. You walked into somebody's room, right? Your friend, you walked in their room and not only do they have a TV, but the VCR is built into it. Are you we fucking- can watch any movie in this house right now. <laughs> Are you? We can take this to your house and watch any movie you have. Yeah. One plug. And you know a movie we got, we're going to find the one that's up in your parents' closet, you know, a little tucked back in the corner. We're all going to watch that and wonder, what is this? What is this movie? Why is it? Why do my parents keep this movie hidden from us? What is this? Why are they fighting? So Vince died, is dead. To answer your question, he dies. <laughs> and in just, because this movie is all Vin Diesel's eagle, ego, strictly, when you, you find out that Vince named his child Dominant. Of course he did. So... <laughs> After the man who you could also say ruined his life, like Dom got you into a life of crime. Sure, he's your best friend, but if at the end of the day, he's the reason why you do crimes, I don't know. You can't really be mad at the the cop who busted you. Anyway, so, okay. Then you have Leon. Leon is the most tagger around kind of character ever. If he is not in the movie, you would not know. The only important thing that he does is within the first five minutes, he is the, he is the one who calls in to let them know that there's a homicide over in Reseda. Uh, so the, the streets of LA will be clear for them to do their races. That is the most important thing he does. That is it. He's not important. Jesse, on the other hand, now here's where my conspiracies come in. So Jesse, when you meet him, he's kind of this like really kind of fidgety, always smoking character, really nervous energy, but he's their genius. And he... He uses modern technology computer at the, you know, just a computer and <laughs> a lab. Them- he's got the first laptop that ever escaped a government lab facility. Yeah. Like, and he's out here. Because this is, this has very big, like how all of us in our generation are like the tech, the IT of our family, because we just like cared enough to learn how to plug in the DVD player. Yeah. Right. And they're like, how do you know how to do that? I didn't teach you that. It's like, I, I don't know. The colors matched up. That's why 
I put these colors where that where they were matching on the on that box, and then on the other box, I did the exact same thing. And uh, now we can watch movies. I have didn't... you reset the modem? Hey, have you reset the modem? I don't know how to do that. There's a fucking button on the back. Just press it, or just unplug it. it doesn't matter. I don't. If I unplug it, I might. The house might crumble. I won't. <laughs> it fucking won't. So that is Jesse to the crew. Like he just knows how to like model things in a computer in a way that's like incredibly basic. But they are like Jesse. You're the most important figure. Jesse kicks off these the events that will end up inspiring the rest of the movie. He's kind of the linchpin because he, in an effort to have his daddy love him because his dad's about to get out of prison, races Johnny Tran for pink slip. Oh, fuck. Dumb. Don't ever race Tran for pinks, dude. Ne- you ne- Brian tells him. Brian goes to him. He's like, Johnny Tran's got like $100,000 under that engine, dog. You And the only reason Brian knows is because he snuck in and saw, the which is illegal. Anyway, and so he's like, Jesse, you don't want to do this. I see what he's got. Don't do this. He's like, nah, man, I got him. Me and my dad, we're going to do this, man. We're going to run out. We're going to run. We're going to run away, man. We're going to be right. It's like, man, you should really, you need to, this is not how you're going to get your dad to love you. Like, I don't know what you think's going to happen, but if getting another man, you know, what's wild that hearing you say that because of, anyone is down for any harebrained scheme to get their dad to love them. It's you. And if you're the one pointing out holes in it, it's like, dog, this is, this ain't it. Hey man. Hey man. I checked with Nick and he's telling, he's right now. Like it's not, this ain't the one dude. I don't know what it would take, but this ain't it. And so then when Jesse loses to Tran, Jesse leaves, which is a big no, no. So then Tran goes and shoots up Vin Diesel's house. In the movie, oh, which fuck. he does shoot Jesse. We are never told if Jesse is dies or not. So just to be, and that's going to be important for my conspiracy. But what that eventually sets off is the need for everyone to go. Now they don't have Jesse, but they still need to go rob a truck. So now they're down one person that ends up injuring them. And then when they get to the house and Tran shoots everybody, that's why Dom has to leave. And Dom takes out the black Dodge charger, which honestly I should have made a character in this movie because of how important she is to the franchise. We have yet to see Jesse since we've never seen him. Like I said, this, I don't, I don't, they say shooting him dead in the Wikipedia. This is a lie. There's no, they have never once mentioned that Jesse died that day. <laughs> he might be still alive. He might've ran off with his dad. So in, so eventually when we get to them becoming superheroes and super agents, woman called Cypher. She's a character. We'll talk about her later, but she has a boss and this boss hates the Toretto family. Now, why would that be Cody? Why would a character who seemingly has no other, this is personal to whoever this big boss is. This is the big boss of what will be the move, the 10th movie. This is what it's all building for. <laughs> I think Jesse? it's fucking Jesse <laughs> because, okay. Where you're like, if you watch the first movie and you're like, Jesse just knows how to like use an Excel spreadsheet, man. I don't think he's a tech mastermind. I promise you the leaps that everyone else gets to make in this franchise from being like low stakes, semi truck robbers to astronauts. I'm not fucking kidding (laughs) that Jesse could be the one who's like, oh yeah. After you left me for dead. They implanted technology in my brain in a secret government facility. <laughs> that's it. And that's all explanation I need. I'm locking in Hector. Here's the reason. <laughs> Here's the reason I'm locking in Hector, right? Yeah. It's one dude and I can handle that. I don't want, I know I'm going to watch these. I, I, I assume I'm going to have to watch at least one up to four, between one and four of these movies, right? Yeah. I will tell you at the end, which movie you have to watch to get that character. And if it ends up being four different movies, it ends up being four different movies. 
if it ends up only being two movies, it only ends up being two movies. Some of yeah. these would overlap. So look at it, Hector. It's just like, I don't want to have to study three dudes is when I can just get one in me, you know? <laughs> I always assumed you'd rather take three dudes than just one. No, I, you'd think that, but I, I like to please. But the thing is, also, you already gave the Fast Family Breakdown, and it was very good. Thank you. Into it. Never. I learned a lot of valuable life lessons. Don't raise champ for pinks. Uh, definitely give your car away if you lose. But I don't want to hear that about Hector and then discuss it. So let's lock in Hector. <laughs> All right. I'm a, I do love, I love the family. A lot of good banter between them. We'll come I, back if you're right. And it ends up being Jesse is the big bad at 10. And it was all the longest con. We'll come back and reassess. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll move Hector on. I love that. Hector is great. And we'll talk about him. All right. So next up we have uh, the eight seed Roman Pierce going up against the nine seed Han Lu. Now Roman Pierce is Tyrese. Now, Roman Pierce exists because when they decide, when Fast and the Furious one was just good enough to deserve a sequel, Vin D- and they went to the original cast and like, hey team, would you like to make another one? For whatever reason, money. Vin Diesel is like, I'm not doing a second one. And they're like, all right, well, and then Paul Walker's like, I'll do it. So then <laughs> yeah, fuck. they need another tall, uh, or I don't even know if tall is the right word. They just need another buff, bald guy, essentially. That they're like, I don't, well, this is what makes you look good, Brian. We need someone next to you. It is, it is essentially if, if Paul Walker is Shawn Michael. Yes. It's the diesel. Yeah. This is diesel. This is his diesel. You always need, you need your, your sly, smaller guy to be paired with your bigger dude. Cause you can't have someone smaller than Paul Walker. That's going to look terrible. Yeah. No, Paul Walker can't be your muscle. He can't be. So now Roman exists. They so then they create the character as this is an old friend of Paul of Brian who believes that Brian is the reason he got arrested. Apparently, this is an ongoing problem in Brian's life. He makes friends with criminals and then gets them arrested. And Roman is then so he comes in in the second one, the fifth, and then he's been with us ever since. The only thing I'll tell you now about Roman is he is now the meta voice of the entire franchise. <laughs> oh, good. So, in the most recent film, he he consistent his biggest storyline is that he it consistently asks everyone, "Y'all think we're like gods?" He's like, "Cause we've we've fought a submarine in one, we've been attacked by a tank on a bridge, and we won that. Everything we've done, I have no scars to show for it. I do I have enjoy zero- too how like anytime they're fighting a submarine or a tank, they always like at the end flippantly said like, "Can you believe nobody died?" Yeah. Wow. Well, no, that's like, the thing oh. is like, he's finally the person to acknowledge, like I've been shot at hundreds of times, <laughs> zero bullet wounds. He's like, this is fucking crazy. Or, and everyone around him's like, stop being weird, Roman. But you're like, yo, Roman's on some shit right now. Like Roman's starting to see he's the outside looking in. He's he, you know, I, anyway. Okay. Then Han. So, uh, uh, yeah. Roman is your classic comic relief slash like dumb guy, uh, muscle. Han, on the other hand, is is consistently the problem that the movie, the franchise has, where they make a character that's so cool that they that even in death, they're like, we could bring him back. So <laughs> Han is Han comes to us from the from the Tokyo Drift movie, the the lost orphan child of the franchise. They acknowledge that it that it exists, but they're like, but I mean, it's been so long, we don't really need to like talk about it. You know, so Han befriends whoever the main character. Oh, Sean Basel, he's in here. Uh, befriends him, shows him how to drift, and then everything afterwards. When you when he gets into like five, which is technically happens before three. The timeline's amazing. He's Han dead, is just though, like right? the cool, to, he just smokes cigarettes. Out. No, all I'm saying, all Han does 
is like smoke cigarettes and eats food. He is the Brad Pitt of the franchise. And then because they fucked up and killed him in the third movie, it is the only reason that when they retconned the entire series to bring it back, that they had to put it backwards in time. It's because they were like, well, we want to include Han. Like, but we killed killed him in that movie, remember? And they're like, yeah, but... ah." And now... Han is back from the dead, coming back in 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 episode or in season nine, and apparently they just put like a dummy body in there. It makes no sense, but they're just like, gotta bring Han back, so he's here now again. He's alive. Don't worry about it, everybody. It's insane the measure right, they okay. will go to for this guy. That's that being said, they're gonna bend over backwards for him. We gotta lock in Han, right? I know him because I did watch Tokyo Drift for some reason. I don't know how I chose what Fast and Furious movies came into my life, but that Tokyo Drift did. And I remember having a great time with it. I remember having a great time with Han. Okay, now, here's here's my thing. I Han is you, great. You like the meta approach, though. You like- I think Roman, I, I, I do think Tyrese has been, Roman has been one of the more, is like the most accurately utilized. I don't even want to say under or overutilized. He is good at the one thing he does, which he is the- if you need someone to say the most ridiculous shit out loud and scream it, this is what Tyrese is built for doing. <laughs> this is what this man does. So not only, like, he says the most ridiculous shit. The problem is, is that what actually Roman Pierce should be is what Vin Diesel's character should be. It should be someone that is so overly confident throughout the entire series that they become a cartoon of them. A caricature, if you will. Like, it's almost this beautiful comparison of, like, you have Vin Diesel who, anytime he makes sure that these movies are written, that he is... uh essentially a God figure. He is the ultimate, he is the ultimate value of what is good and what is bad. So even if he does something bad, it's for the greater good. So it's okay. Whereas like the Roman Pierce of it all is the person who should, is what that becomes is you become ridiculous. You become obnoxious to every, everyone hates him, by the way. It's this great new plot where everyone's like, kind of like the fuck are you doing? Cause he was Brian's friend. So like now that Brian's gone, theoretically, they're almost like, why does he still hang out with? <laughs> why do we have this guy? Do we still need him for anything other I than? I do like. Okay, you've convinced me that Roman. Then if he's gonna be the voice of the people, and that's what I'm gonna need when I'm watching these movies. When I'm slogging through this, I'm gonna need the voice of the people to keep me going. Uh, I would. I will tell you right now. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Roman. I think All Roman. Right. Also, I the weird w- the way that they brought Han back is so unnecessary. Like also shows that there are no stakes in the movie. <laughs> Nothing's real. Except for the what only the- death, the only death they can't come back from. What is the only, has anyone actually ever died? They drove that big safe through the city, smashing all the things. The tank was on the road, nuclear submarine. They've been to space. Has, what's the kill count in all these movies? I, I mean, is it everyone zero? else dies. I almost <laughs> think that it's because of the fact that they lost like Paul. That like at this point now, they're like, it would just be so sad to actually kill off a character versus let anyone else like die. You think or, these like, movies are going to ride out until the actors start dying one by one? Is this the death race of fucking movies? I hope so. I would hope, I hope it continues. They have, they have not yet proven that they are any, that they have lost steam. So I'm- It's going to be like, they're all going to be in a nursing home and Dominique's going to be like, I souped up this fucking walker. Look at this shit. <laughs> and that's what I want. That's what I want them to be like stealing jello and shit out of the nursing. Like that's like the big heist is like, we got they, all the movies. Up. Like it just keeps going until we're literally doing like 15 minute short films, like comedy parodies of like, 
Yeah, they're they're robbing like the fucking yogurt truck as it's getting delivered to the nursing home and shit. We got it. and they're just all in there. And then like the people like knocking, they're like, Mr. Toretto, Mr. Pierce, we know you have the yogurt. Please. <laughs> we saw you do it. There's cameras everywhere. Could you please? And then like Toretto look like no one hacked the cameras. And that's when they sadly have to remember like Ramsey died. Remember? <laughs> Damn. Oh, fuck it. Okay. I'm look at, let's look at Hector, dude. I don't even know anything about this guy. Okay, let's so we're at it. we're at we're at 16 Hector versus eight Roman Pierce. Hector, Hector's role in the first movie is that he is the person who is the general manager, I would say, of the racing. He is the per even though Dom is like the biggest draw, he is the Vince McMahon. He is the person who organizes the races. He is the one who puts it all together for Vince to win. And then eventually sets up so that way Brian can help can win some races and stuff like that. So he is he is that dude. Is he, he in any of the movies besides the first one? He makes an appearance in uh, Furious Seven because they invented something called Race Wars, which is where uh, Johnny Tran beats Jesse. They invented that apparently. That was not told to you in the first movie, by the way. They just come back and tell you we built all this, and he's still there kicking it. So. To some extent, he's still around. He jokes about never racing because he he's actually, his whole character's point is to like remind people that you can legally drag race because people were dying drag racing. Oh, good. They want safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they wanted like one character Pierce. to be like, you could do it legally too. So don't have to do it here. Let's lock in Roman, dude. Fuck this guy. This guy doesn't even do anything. He's a booker. I don't need a booker. I need a man who knows that he's akin to a god. Or, and is dealing with the, with the reality of like, fuck, if I'm a God, what does that even mean? If death's not real, <laughs> why, why not go bigger? All right. I was, oh God, what if that is the whole concept? Like that is the rub of these movies is that they're going to confront their own mortality in a way where they're immortal. I do. I really would love if that's where this franchise decides to go. If it gets into like deep philosophical conversations of like, once you realize that you are the unkillable, that there is no death for you on this coil. What does that mean? What do you do for your life then? Can you, know? you imagine that? Like we're at, it's fucking award season and we're at like Fast 12 and we're like talking about the deep fucking political and uh, <laughs> philosophical implications of Fast 12. <laughs> because like Roman, Roman goes off and like becomes a king of like a small, you know, like takes over a country for himself and is like, I'm a god. I, I walked right into the palace, had everyone firing at me, no bullets hit me and I choked the king out with my bare hands. <laughs> and I said, I am now the king. And I and That's I run some Shakespearean shit, dude. Yeah. Like you're just like, but why would you do that? Because I can't do anything else. There's no, I don't have any other option. Where do I go? All right. Yeah, let's move. Roman Pierce. Roman Pierce, we'll move him on. Since you want to see his meta one, then you I would say you have to watch the most recent one, which is F9. Okay, we'll go over that in the final group. I'm just telling you right now. I'm just gonna that way I know because I'll forget. All right. Well, that is it. Folks, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. One about your boys. A few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend. And wherever you're seeing this, make sure to do those reviews. That's like, the, if, if there's only one thing that you can do, give us some reviews somewhere, even on the Facebook group. Yeah, please review us on, especially Apple. That really helps. We're close enough yeah. on reviews that we're almost going to be started 
being suggested to people. So that's huge. We would yeah. very much appreciate that. Um, please follow us on all of our social media accounts. If you want to argue what is actually the best movie franchise or get us into those weeds, message those to Nick. We're at Friendly Comp Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you could email us at Friendly Competition Podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, FriendlyCompetitionPodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. Shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. We got Group B coming out on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lina. See you on the boat.